0: Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Yud Staf Amud 12b, Pagination 24, about six lines from the top. The first word on the line is Mutaros, and then we begin. We're dealing with the concept of contraception. That means to do something at the time of intimacy between husband and wife that would ensure that a fetus is not created from that act of intimacy. We'll see in a moment in the Mepharshim that some say it's happening by placing something in before the intimacy so that it's a mechanical blockage. Others learn that something is being done afterwards in these cases, and obviously depending on how you understand the um it will impact the severity of this type of violation and what it would take for us to say that the concern is greater than the violation and therefore you're allowed to do it. Let's be practical for a moment. When we consider contraception we want to know how serious a problem is the method being suggested actually in, in halacha. Um, if a person blocks the birth canal so that the zera, the seed of the husband, can't get in at all versus someone who regulates the period based on some sort of hormone or chemical, um, considering IUD method. Different types of methods may have different levels of severity associated with them, and all of that has to be balanced with what's on the other side of the scale, and that is how serious a need are we dealing with. Are we dealing with stress? Are we dealing with a depression risk if the woman becomes pregnant at this point? Are we dealing with a serious health issue, etc.? Keep in mind that this concept of contraception is very different than a different topic called abortion. Abortion means that the fetus actually was created, and now the question is, in cases where the mother's life is in danger, would we be allowed to abort the fetus In order to save the mother's life, another example of abortion that has come up in modern day times, particularly with fertility treatment and implantation, is that too many, so to speak, um, were implanted in the uterus and they have to abort some of them in order that the others should grow properly. Are you allowed to do that? That is totally off-topic for us. We're not dealing with abortion, which is much more serious. We're dealing with the concept of contraception, initially avoiding the conception of the fetus. And one of the biggest topics that we're dealing with is called Hashchosas zera, which means destruction of seed. That means that the seed coming from the man is supposed to be used in the normal way of the world, which is to try to have children and not to be wasted. And that act of wasting is a serious violation, and we need to take that into account when we consider what method of contraception we would recommend under certain circumstances. So the statement here in the Gemara is as follows. Tani Rav Nachman, Shalosh Misham Shas There are three women who can use a moch at the time of intimacy. And they are Kitana, a young wife. She's too young. Which, keep in mind that in the time of the Gemara, in society, a girl, fairly young, could be a legitimate wife married off by her father. Mu'uberes, a woman who is already pregnant, she can use a moch according to the Gemara's statement over here, Umenika and a woman that is nursing. So she gave birth, now she's nursing, she could use a moch as a contraceptive. The Gemara explains, ketano shema tisaber v'sema tamos. By this young girl, we're worried that she's going to become pregnant and she could die because she's becoming pregnant too early, her body can't handle it. Whatever that age is, the Gemara discusses, but we would take it as a practical thing. If doctors tell us that uh, she's in danger, so then that would be the information that we need to be given. Regarding a pregnant woman, The understanding was that under certain circumstances, um, at least this is the way some commentaries learn, the woman can become pregnant a second time, and that second would infringe on the first fetus and cause damage, and that's at least one approach in the commentaries, which, again, whether medically we find this today or not, but the concept is there that to protect the fetus, contraceptive would be appropriate if you came to that level of understanding. That's the level of compelling need, whatever the need is. But if it's that level of compelling need, the type that equals protecting a fetus, that would be a level that justifies contraceptive. And menica a woman who's nursing, because we're worried that she's going to have to wean the child, and it will put the child in danger of not having proper nutrition from the mother. Mother has prematurely weaned the child. So these are different angles that we would take into account to accept contraceptive as a viable recommendation. All of these cases are very serious in the way they're being described. Uh, modern chuvis on the topic deal largely um, with cases of depression and other similar compelling reasons why contraceptive might be indicated. Regardless of how compelling a person feels the need is, if there is stress in a couple's life, they should definitely consult a rabbi who will decide if this is something that he can handle. It's a straightforward case, or it's something that should be recommended to a higher-level authority who can really balance the different needs. Either way, we recommend the consult because if nothing else, it will provide the couple with an understanding ear and make it easier for them to understand how to navigate halachically what might be a difficult chapter in their lives. I said we would mention a machlokes over here regarding the definition of the moch, so we, in our contemporary language, halacha, we use the word moch as something that was stuffed in to the birth canal in association with the bedikos, the hef sectaira and the seven clean days. So there's a concept of a moch, something that was stuffed in during the period of shkiyah of benashmashos, as the woman wants to begin her seven clean days, to ensure that indeed the transition has taken place and there is no more uh, menstrual flow. The word moch, though, in this application is indeed something being stuffed in. If you look at the top Tosfos, in the beginning, Tosfos says, Pirush HaKuntris, Rashi's approach to this word moch is that they are being meshamesh The moch is there during intimacy, presumably pushed up quite high, but it's there as a block. Teisvis himself learns later on in Teisvis that we're dealing with a moch achartashmish, what's referred to in English as postcoital, some method of contraceptive that's done after the act of intimacy. One final thought on the topic is that one of the things that we take into account significantly is that if a woman is being Mishamish Kederech Kal Ha'aretz in the way of the world, the normal way, just that something has changed, for example, using the pill, so in certain applications, those methods are considered better halachically. Because we understand that a woman is with her husband even if she's not able to become pregnant. For example, what we understand as a pregnant woman, she's not going to be able to become pregnant. A zikena, an elderly woman, perfectly acceptable for the husband to be with her, and we don't call that hashchasa zara, wasting the seed. Because they're being together in the normal way of the world. As opposed to something being stuffed in, which, according to some, is going to be defined as Al-Eitzim v'Avanim, the same as spilling the seed on wooden stones, meaning an irrelevant application. So, all of this gets taken into account, and from there, a ruling can be arrived on. Yeshe Koach, thank you for joining.